Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Well, hi there. Once again, this is Dr. Geneva. I am so delighted to be with you on this fabulous, fabulous day that really is going to bring all of us such great, great joy. And I'm so delighted that you're with us as we take a look into the heads and hearts of great leaders and the greater purpose they inspire in others, how they ignite to impact. And we talk to so many folk. And, you know, I'm so happy about this time of the year, particularly because it's Women's History Month. You know, uh, we're celebrating a whole month. What started out as a day then became a week and now is proclaimed as a whole month, a whole month of recognizing and celebrating the achievements of women. Well, on the Dr. Geneva Speaks show, we do that all the time. That is, speak to, recognize, and celebrate the contributions of women and men, too, but all of them as they're inspiring others to greater purpose, as they're igniting to impact. And so join us again um, as today we, you know, continue to have conversations with top leaders, four leaders, and as we explore the thinking of today's CEOs of corporations and chief of everything entrepreneurs, presidents of nonprofits who are really leading their market, doing some interesting, unique things, creating that impact in the community. And I always hope that this show will ignite your soul and have you look at life and leadership through an entirely different prism because you'll discover the stories behind these successful women and men and what makes them tick and sometimes what ticks them off. And, you know, great leaders, I believe, have this inner fire that ignites their soul, ignites their own soul, and also inspires others to greater purpose. So that's what we're going to hear about. And I can't tell you how pleased I am on this, in this Women's History Month, to have someone really unique and who's going to share some great, great stuff with us as she walks out the bold and fearless leadership. And, you know, I could read her bio, and, of course, you can always go to my website or go on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our guests, but I'm going to share with you what's on her website and how she describes herself because I think that is so insightful. So listen as I introduce you to Julianne Kiganda through her own words. I am an artist, designer, speaker, writer. I am a mother, daughter, sister, friend. I'm a globetrotter, cultural junkie, dance fanatic, and being a native-born Ugandan with mixed Rwandese heritage raised in America has colored the lens through which I live my life and experience the world. In my lifetime, 
I've been blessed to have some of the most amazing opportunities to use my gifts in more places than I can count. Previously, as the founder and managing partner of multicultural design and communications firm, I led and collaborated on projects ranging from award-winning magazines and Fortune 500 company websites to international marketing campaigns and life-changing cultural and historical exhibits. But despite all of these incredible experiences, I've also been knocked around by life, as I'm sure you have. But I've learned from those trials, which I sometimes wasn't sure I would get through, that this too shall pass. And when it does, I'll be the wiser for it. I'm still learning. And so together, along with my incredible team of contributors, I want to share with you what I've learned to encourage and inspire you to live your life boldly and fiercely. And then she ends with, I hope that you will give yourself permission to walk with reckless faith and shameless audacity into the life that the world is waiting for you to live because someone out there is waiting on you to use your gift to help them shine. Now you know why. I have our guest here with us to ignite, to ignite us to impact. Welcome, welcome. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for having me, Dr. Geneva. I'm excited to be with you all today. I, I don't need to say anything else. You just read the entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, that was your word. So now, so you know, that's why was, that was why it was all the way live and passionate. And now we're going to have a chance to have that conversation <laughs> and those words you're going to make come to life. So tell us about you. Wow. Let's see what, what hasn't been said already. Um, well, I, you know, at, well, at my core. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, sorry? tell us about your childhood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my childhood is actually something I write extensively about in a book I co-authored with my sister. Uh, and we'll be talking about that a little later. Um, but I grew up um, in the U.S. I came here from Uganda when I was three. So have been here pretty much um, my entire, uh, most of my childhood and my entire adult life. And grew up in a very African Household, and I know some people may wonder, well, what what exactly does that mean, like an African household? Um, so you know that that whole cultural assimilation was a challenge, I think, for myself and and really all of my siblings. I have six siblings, two brothers and four sisters, big family, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and we were always encouraged to you know embrace our culture and you know wear mm-hmm. our cultural dress and speak our language. Mm-hmm. And, Mm. When really all we wanted to do was sit in, <laughs> so right <laughs> it was it was as as many people I'm sure have found who are coming from different cultures and trying to assimilate into a new culture, no matter where you are in the world, it's always a challenge. Um, culture, but then having dance and drama around the country and and in the Caribbean, it really gave me a new appreciation for my roots, and I embrace them wholeheartedly now. 
Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Now, um, you're growing up, you know, again, so rich in culture and heritage and your brothers and sisters, big family. Did How did that set the stage for what you do now? You know, it's interesting. I mean, one of the things that I've always wanted to do was teach. And so the blessing of having a big family, I'm actually the middle child. So I had three older siblings and three younger siblings. And they had to do whatever I told them because I was older than them. So with my three younger siblings, <laughs> I, I always made them, look, I made up homework assignments and schoolwork, and I made make them actually do the work like we're in a classroom. Um, and so that, for me, I think it, you could almost say that was the beginning of my my leadership, like just wanting to take charge mm-hmm. of situations and just making stuff up, making people do it because I could. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that um, definitely helped shape a lot of who I am today. Um, you know that that desire to teach, and mm-hmm. um, and even just the whole the the cultural aspect of my upbringing. Um, I think growing up in such a diverse environment culturally, um, it helped me really appreciate and empathize more with people from different backgrounds, whether it's culture, culturally different background, whether it's socially different, you know, even religiously. Um, I think having to go through some of what I went through just helped me to better understand other people and be more empathetic. And I think just give more grace both to myself and to others. You know, you have just, in describing that, have just given, I think, just some wonderful, you know, tips, some great leadership tips you talked about, you know, because great leaders are teachers, I believe. They do impart knowledge, want to help people learn. Um, And then uh, as you embrace your culture, I'm hearing that you bring who you are to the table, to the room. Absolutely. And that means you. That means you know yourself, you're confident in your own skin. And then the third thing that I heard was this whole thing, notion about being empathetic, uh, walking in uh, your own shoes and, uh, and also being able to step into somebody else's shoes, which I think is a perfect segue to whose shoes are you wearing? So that's your book. <laughs> And um, yes. you've got yes. to tell us, you've got to tell us about that. Whose shoes are you wearing? Twelve steps to uncovering the woman you really want to be. And I know it yes. was sold out at its launch. So you have to yes. just tell us all about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that is my that's my baby. Whose shoes are you wearing? My sister and I. Um, so that actually came about when my sister and I were having a conversation one day, and she, um, her name is Christine, and so she does. Um, she's a social media expert, and she also coaches other moms on how to feel good without feeling guilty about pursuing their dreams, even with having a family, and so she had approached me about coming up with some kind of product that she could give her clients where, you know, it wasn't a coaching thing, but it was still something they could use as a tool to help them transform their own lives. And so during that conversation, you know, I said, I said, well, you know, you and I do and talk about a lot of the same things. So how about we just collaborate on a book? And so 
in my mind, and I know out of my mouth, I said the word book. And in her mind, she heard ebook. So she's thinking, oh, okay, all right, good. Yeah, we're collaborating on like, you know, like a 10, 15 page ebook. Um, and six weeks after that conversation, we had a 144 page tool for <laughs> transformation and self healing. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What a wonderful uh, yeah. story. That That's, that's yeah. really wonderful. So tell us. What is, whose shoes are you wearing? How does it help women uh, become who they really want to be? Now, I know you can't tell us about mm. the whole book, but what are the <laughs> one, two, one, two big lessons that yeah, um, yeah. whose shoes are you? But first, whose shoes are you wearing? How did that come about? What does that mean? So um, so the full title is Whose Shoes Are You Wearing? 12 Steps to Uncovering the Woman You Really Want to Be. And a lot of it just came from, you know, mine and my own sister's experiences, you know, growing up and really all of the things and the challenges we had to navigate to become and continue transforming into the women that we were intended to be. And so, you know, as we were thinking about, okay, what are the things that we know we struggle with and have struggled with in the past? How did we conquer them? What are the things that we hear from our clients most often? And, um, you know, where, where can we really, you know, use our knowledge, our skills, our experience, our gifts to empower other women? Because I think for us, um, being able to do what we love and really pursuing our purpose, it, it had to come from having to go through a lot of trials and being able to find ourselves and plant our feet in our shoes firmly on the ground. Um, uh-huh. And so we really wanted to create um, a tool that would help other women. I think, number one, it's, it's all about purpose. So that's the overarching theme of the book is okay. really understanding and pursuing your purpose. And so in the book, um, I actually talk about, there's a chapter in there about finding and living out your passion. And um, I talk about my own pursuit about becoming a designer, which is not something that was really held in high regard in my culture. So in the African culture, and I think in many cultures, you know, your parents want you to grow up and get a good job, you know, become an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor, engineer, one of those, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, mm-hmm. respectable, right? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we're not all meant to be that. And mm-hmm. so um, I know for me, you know, when I made the decision to pursue my career of arts and graphic design, um, my parents weren't that supportive. <laughs> they were They were a bit upset. Um, it took them a while, and they, they were upset, not because they didn't want what was best for me, but they were just, you know, concerned that, you know, this very smart daughter of theirs was now going to be, you know, sitting, painting, you know, being a starving artist on the side of the road because they had no clue yeah. what graphic design was. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so um, so I talk about really pursuing my passion and, and, you know, all the different places it's taken me by, by using that gift. And so purpose is one of the, the, the overarching themes of the book. Um the second theme is really embracing all of who you are. Because I think we both learn, my sister and I have learned that, you know, until and unless you can embrace all of who you are, you're never really going to be happy because you're always going to feel like you're trying to be something or someone that you're not. Um, 
and so that's a that's a major theme in the book, and that's something that so many of the women and men who have read the book have have just commented on about how it has, just reading about our experiences actually empowered them to just mm-hmm. be who they are and to pursue their passion. Um, and so that that's a second overarching theme. And then I think the third, the entire book is really based on our own faith. So we're both Christians, raised in a Catholic household, um, very deep in our faith. Um, and so, you know, everything that we write about is really based on the foundation of our faith and just knowing that, you know, everything that we've gone through, all of our challenges, our struggles, our triumphs, our tests, all of that, um, you know, God allowed that so that we could then use those tests as testimonies and really help other people transform their own lives. So it's been, gosh, ever since that book came out, it's just been such an incredible journey with all the testimonials we've gotten from men and women alike. Mm. Mm, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. I want to go out and yeah. get it. If you're just <laughs> join, joining us, we're having a delightful conversation with Julianne Kiganda who's a designer, speaker, writer, mother, daughter, sister, transformational brand strategist. And we're talking about her book, Whose Shoes Are You Wearing? 12 Steps to Uncovering the Woman You Really Want to Be. Now, Julian, 12 Steps, is, is there a magic mm-hmm. to the 12 number? Why, why 12? Why not 4? Why not 20? Well, I think it's because it it was the thing that, and I think I write about this in the book, where we have to realize that, you know, however old you are, by the time you start on your own journey of transformation and shedding a lot of the stuff, I think, that has held you back, you know, whether you're 30, 40, 50, like, that's how long it's taking you to become who you are. So you have to be patient with yourself into transforming into who you really want to be. And so... The, I, I think it would take more than three or four steps because <laughs> I think there's multiple uh-huh. things that we each have to work on. Um, and actually 12, initially that came about because um, my sister and I were looking at making this a an annual, um, making it an annual thing where, you know, women would go through a chapter a month. So every month they were doing something mm. different in terms of their mm-hmm. transformation. Uh, so it's actually worked out that way. We've had women's Bible studies who have actually gone through a chapter a month um, and invited us to speak. We've had um, we we have our transformational planner that we have done every year since the book came out, and so that's an annual um, planner where every month we feature a different woman, so twelve different women. So and then the twelve, you know, the number twelve for us, it is a it is a spiritual, it's a holy number. So you can't go wrong with twelve. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Yeah, I thought that twelve there there was a there was a deeper significance to that. Um, so so you laid it right on out there, and and so you know, and you mentioned your planner because I I remember on your website this planner. It tell us. Yeah. Uh, about that. Describe that for us because I was particularly intrigued by uh, its claim that it helps Mm -hmm. you not be overwhelmed. And I, I can't tell you how many leaders, particularly younger leaders, uh, talk to me about this uh, feeling of always being overwhelmed. There's always so yes. much to do. You know, yes. how does your transformational planner help with being overwhelmed? Yeah. 
So one of the reasons why we came up with the planner was because, one, we wanted to extend the message of whose shoes, where, you know, when we wrote the book and, you know, we just started seeing the impact that it had, we, we already knew that we were, this was going to turn into a movement, not just a book. And so we created the planner, one, because we didn't see anything else out there like it, and then, two, because we recognize that transformation and just becoming the best version of yourself is a lifelong process. And so it's not something you can just do once, read a book, and you're done. But, you know, you have something to look at every single moment for the year, then that's a reminder of, okay, you know what, I still got work to do. Let me keep, you know, moving and and remaining accountable to that. And so the thing that we were very mindful of in creating the planner was, one, we wanted to be inspiring. And so in the planner, we actually have stories of women. Every month is a different woman women that we're inspired by who have overcome certain challenges to really live out their dreams. Um, that has been one of the things that so many people appreciate about this planner is those stories that every month it's, you know, a new, <laughs> a new uh, dose of inspiration. And then too, we just really saw all the planners, a lot of the planners that are out there just really overly complex. And there's some planners you have to actually take a class to know how to use. And I'm like, well, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? <laughs> So, um, so we created a planner so that it's really simple. It keeps you focused on just three things for the month where you're not writing, you know, a whole bunch of stuff down. I mean, everybody uses it differently, but we really simplified goal setting in the planner. Um, and there's a place where you can have your vision. You put your vision for the year. Then you put six specific goals that, you know, up to six specific goals you're going to focus on for the year. And then each month you write three action steps that are connected to your goals and your vision. And so if you're just focused on those three action steps for the month, then you're not worried about all this other stuff. So as we tell the women in our um, Facebook group, we created a Facebook group for all those women who bought the planner, you know, if it's not, if it's not written down, then it's not important enough to <laughs> work on right now. You need to stay mm-hmm. focused on the things that you've committed to. So, um, so, and we've gotten, I mean, we have several women who have told us that because of that planner, I mean, quite a few, they've been able to accomplish more in six weeks than they did in an entire year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it's very focused and and it seems like it gives folks a whole lot to do because now was that three action steps per month? Yes. Yep. So three action steps per month, per month. Yep. Yeah, three very so, specific things so, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm assuming, and and you know, let me know if I'm on or off track here. That these three things aren't just any three things. These are three right. things that really would make a difference, would move the needle in terms of your vision yes. and your goal. Okay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. So yep, that's mm-hmm, exactly it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So keeping those three things in focus and these would really make a difference, really matter. These three things would ignite uh, what it is we want to do and have a real impact on our vision. I see. So, so how do you, um, so is, is the planner, do is, does the planner work in conjunction with your book? Is there a, you know, yes. Symmetry there. Yes. Uh, how how yes. do the two work together? Yeah, you could say that. Um, you know, because again, the overarching theme is transformation. You know, the the title of the the planner is yes. called the um, the transformational planner. So it's connected mm-hmm. to the book in that way because it really is all about 
you know, transforming your life, but you have to take these steps over the course of 12 months to be mm-hmm. able to, mm-hmm. to do that effectively. And so mm-hmm. um, the, I think in terms of the connection, it's connected to the book in terms of the overarching theme of transformation and purpose and just being very focused on your gift and what God put you here to do. So in that way, yes, it is absolutely connected. And, of course, okay. shoes, the whole shoe theme. People, women love the planner because of the cover. We got shoes on every cover. Ooh, <laughs> so you yes, can't go wrong with yes. that. <laughs> That's right. You can never go, and you can never have too many of them either. You can nope, never have too many sure shoes. Can. And, you know, you love, love, love <laughs> shoes. And and I'm I'm hearing this. Whose shoes are you wearing? Is that also a, a statement or a, um, yeah. a conversation about what stage yeah. you are in your transformation? It's more, um, you know, we were coming up with the title of the book. You know, a lot of it, because we, we write from a, both a, a cultural, from our own cultural upbringing and a Christian perspective. And the interesting thing we found was, although we were writing from an African perspective, we found that Latino women, Asian women, women from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. African American I mean, just all walks of life, they related to it because these challenges are universal. And so I think the challenge that we're, we're really addressing with the title, Whose Shoes Are You Wearing?, is are you really walking in the shoes that God made for you? Are you walking in your purpose? Are you living out somebody else's dreams and goals? Um, you know, are you being true to who you are? So it really is, it literally is, is a great analogy, um, uh, literally yes. and figuratively. Yes, yes. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear, Julia. <laughs> so how would, yeah. how would, you know, so, you know, I want to find out about whose shoes am I walking in and am I walking in my yeah. purpose? How do I, how do I get your book and the planner? Yes. So uh, the book you can get on Amazon.com. It's available on Amazon. It's available on, on Barnes & Noble. Um, and then the planner, I think we are almost sold out for the year. Uh, we may actually oh, do a goodness. reprint. <laughs> yeah. We, uh-huh. <laughs> I think we got uh-huh. like maybe two or three left. But if anybody's interested in, in purchasing the planner, they can go to Who's Shoes Book. Um, that's w h o s e shoesbook dot com, mm-hmm. and all the information is up there. There's a link to to purchase. Um, but we, yeah, we quadrupled sales um, this year from last year, just really based on revamping the planner. Um, and then also, I think that having our mentoring group on Facebook has been, you know, just amazing, I think, for everyone, both my sister and I and all the women who are in the group and who bought the planner. So, um, oh, yeah, people are looking to buy it. They need to get on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. So you have an online yeah. uh, community as well and your book and your yeah. planner. And, you know, I know yeah. it's you know, almost, you know, soon be almost the end of March. And with typical planners or typical calendars, you know, you figure you want to get them at least, you know, by the end of the year before or maybe into January Mm -hmm. and maybe thinking Mm -hmm. March is too late. But not with your planner because, you know, it would seem to me you could pick it up in August and still with the inspirational stories you have in there and, your, your lessons about how you set goals and your theme about yes. purpose and embracing and transformation. You can learn that at any time during the year. Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. It's all good. 
it's all good. And so, you know, I have to, before you leave, um, and this has been a fantastic conversation, and in our couple minutes remaining, Julian, I just wanted to ask you, um, whose shoes are you wearing? Tell us about (laughs) your purpose. Where are you and your purpose? And are you walking your purpose? Oh, that's a great question. That's yeah. a great question. That's a great question. Well, you know, I have to say, um, as you as you said in the intro, um, this this journey has definitely had its its hills and its valleys and its peaks and its you know valleys. Um, but I have to say, I think now I am I'm really getting I would say getting really back fully into my purpose. And I say that because, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, my degree is in graphic design. So I had a graphic design firm for about 15 years, and then I closed it down um, about three years ago to pursue more writing, speaking. So the book actually was written in that time frame. Uh, it was written the same time I shut down my design firm. And, um, and so, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, God wants me to move me in a different direction. Let me just put all that uh-huh. on the shelf. Um yes. and then last yeah. And then then last year he was like, Okay, it's time to, to bring that gift back out that, you know, people right. out there really need that gift. And so I, I've started, I you it. know, doing my branding and design consulting full time. And yeah. All right. Back on it. <laughs> so see, it seems like you walking in your purpose, girl. And I am just Absolutely. so delighted, so delighted you've been with us, Julianne Kiganda. Please, please uh, get your own copy of Whose Shoes Are You Wearing? And the planner, um, just go get those things. They'll really help you. They'll help ignite to impact. Thank you so much, Julianne. And we'll have to have you back. Uh, so we can Absolutely. talk more about purpose, embracing, and transformational leadership. Yes. You've been phenomenal, yes. best of everything to you. And once again, thank you for being on the Dr. Geneva Speaks show. It was delightful. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's drgenevaspeaks.com.